Backstage with Patience Musa is proudly brought to you by Spotless. It's not clean until it's spotless clean. In the midst of this pandemic, cleanliness is next to saving lives. The best way to do that is to use the amazing detergent range from Spotless. Every nook and cranny of your home is left sanitary and squeaky clean with Spotless Double Thick Bleach and All-Purpose Cleaner. Say goodbye to bacteria by using Spotless Antibacterial Liquid on your dishes. Plus, you can always trust your laundry with Spotless Washing Powder. Protect your family and office today with Spotless Cleaning Products, which are affordable and available in your nearest supermarket. Remember, it's not clean until it's Spotless Clean. Indeed, you're listening to my station, your station, ZFM Stereo, Tuesday, the 5th of July. Happy New Month. And uh, yes, it's time for Backstage, brought to you by Spotless. And they are uh, the leading, um, uh, what, what's the word? Okay, uh, they are the leading uh, company in the country, not only in the country, but in the region as well. They're the manufacturers of uh, detergents in the country, the largest manufacturers of detergents in the country. My name is Patience Musa. Every single Tuesday we do this. Backstage, we talk about what's going on in the arts industry, whether it's film, music. And yes, we've even had novelists come through, poets come through. So whatever it is you want to know about our arts industry, drop me a line on 0731 Remember, Spotless is on Facebook, so you can go ahead and follow them. They are on Instagram, they are on Facebook, and uh, yes, they have so many groups on there that you can join and find out more ways to keep our spaces spotless. And yes, winter is around, and of course, it means that uh, COVID-19 can just creep into our lives once more and create a havoc. Uh, so let's make sure that everything is spotless and clean. You can find products all over the country, in every tuck shop, in every supermarket, so let's keep everything spotless. And uh, so, do- so today is quite a historical moment for me. Let me just say this. Uh, films are an um, important medium of communication in the contemporary world. A lot of us spend our times, uh, you know, on the big screen, on the small screens, even tinier screens now that we can watch so much on our cell phones. And uh, so um, they are very, very important. Unlike the mainstream media, films make audiences to understand uh, a given phenomenon in a more enlightening way. And we all have a favorite movie, whether it's international, regional, and I know you have a favorite Zimbabwean film. So if you do have a favorite Zimbabwean film, drop me a line right now on 0731168045, your favorite Zimbabwean film and why you love it. Uh, send that through. But for now, it is my honor to introduce the panel I have in the studio with me tonight. And like I said, historical moment. And I don't know how I did this, but I managed it. Anyway, with me uh, this evening is Dave's Guja, the Dave's Guja, film producer, director, actor, uh, writer. Uh, I don't know. D- have I said it all or did I miss out on other? I'm now a retired villager. <laughs> retired villager with all the things you're about and he's also passionate about the different types of arts he's a promoter of music as well and this is something he's been doing for years and years also joining us is ben mahaka who's a filmmaker as well as an actor uh, a writer as well uh ben welcome 
Thank you. Nice to be here. And I think this is the first time we're actually going to be having a very long conversation, right? That's correct. Yes. <laughs> and our uh, third member of uh, the panel is John Jagu, film director, producer, writer. Uh, Joe, welcome. Thank you. Mafiri Marise. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much for coming through. Quite an honor to have all three of you here so that we can talk about the film industry here in Zimbabwe. Does it exist? A lot of people are probably wondering this. Does it exist? Does it have a life? Does it have a heart? Is it, is it breathing? Is it, uh, you know, pumping proper normally? intensive care industry? What's going on? Well, I'd say it's, uh, <laughs> at the moment, it's a hybrid between a sector and an industry. Mm. We are transitioning from being a sector. You were, a se- you were just a sector all the time? Uh, yes, because I think uh, to be an industry, it has to be something that, you know, you can say most of the practitioners are sustaining themselves properly from their activities. So it's, it's different when you have people doing stuff, not getting really paid for it, and then, you know, people being able to plan their lives according to their activities. So some people have been able to do that, but the bulk of us have not been able to do that. That's why we're pushing for it to become an industry. I like what you said there, and I'm going to, you know, just hang on to that and say, like, uh, for instance, Dave's and yourself, Ben, you've been in this industry for a very, very long time. What made you stay in this industry? What keeps you going? <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, I suppose we're able to sustain our livelihoods from from the same sector slash industry, as Ben put it. We're able to to send our children to uh, to various schools based on that. So Panachumuk, we're able actually to, to to harvest from it, and that's the only reason why we actually stayed. It's not as if we actually didn't have any other options. We had so many other options, oh. but we chose that this is the path that we wanted. And and what kind of a path has it been? I think it's been, for me, it's been very enjoyable. Um, I, I think I'm one of those people who are fortunate enough to have made a living doing something that I truly enjoy. So I enjoy waking up to film equipment. I enjoy waking up to sharing ideas with uh, actors and directors and producers. I enjoy the process of watching an idea take shape and then sharing it with people and getting their reaction. I think the most important part is that reaction part of it where, uh, you know, unlike, I guess, an accountant's work, Every single day we go out, you know, I go out there, I'm Baba Noku, I'm Tom Bambo, I'm director of whatever show of uh, Battle of the Chefs. It's stuff that is consumed and, um, well, maybe not regurgitated, but uh, gives back in a very, very big way because people um, respond to it verbally and otherwise. And um, over to you, Joe. You've been very quiet uh, this whole time, but I do understand the questions I was asking were more related uh, to uh, Ben and uh, Dave's. But what were your thoughts before you uh, got into actively got into the Zimbabwean film industry? And what are your thoughts now of the industry, of the industry sector industry? 
I was letting the big brothers talk first. <laughs> uh, I think the, the the big difference with our trade, right, is that like like what Ben is saying, it's different from like an accountant or a tailor where to them it's just like a job in a nine to five. Film becomes part of your life, you know, like it's something that's birthed from a gift, right? It's it's talent based. It's like what are you talented in, right? And that bug will bug you until you find a medium to let it out. And then in our case, fortunately, the our medium is film. And and for us it's more than just a job. It's it's a way of life, you know. So I'm glad I, I, I managed to find that path and it's been an incredible journey, uh, to be honest, because with us, with our job, every job is new. Every project you're working on is new. You learn, you travel. Like, it's, it's almost like you're wondering, like, we're actually getting paid to enjoy like this. <laughs> you know, that's the feeling. Okay, and um, I know that you guys work on your own productions, uh, but uh, we, uh, some, a lot of people never really get to see them. What what are your plans with the different production houses that you guys have, um, as far as you know, making sure that these films are actually get to the people? Because I know you guys are always working on productions every single year. This I know because I have my ear on the ground like that. Uh, but at what point are you going to just let these films go so that the Zimbabweans and you know the rest of the world can watch them and enjoy the Zimbabwean stories? Mm. I think that we, to, some, to a large extent, we have actually been have been sharing quite a number of the stuff that we've actually been doing. Um, it has been just a case of maybe for a very long time, the fastest way of distributing whatever we're making was on the ZBC then. Um, but I think over a period of years, we have all been trying to figure out how does one ensure that the product we're making, apart from being on national TV, that is also consumed within the backyard of where the people are, you know. So the, the, the aspect itself of, of drawing up a distribution plan, which is where we are now. So I think uh -huh. that this, this has been layer after layer. Firstly, we, need, we needed to make sure that we have the right skill set. And then after developing the right skill set, we needed to make sure that there's this equipment, that there's gear. And I think that the country at the moment has got a sizable amount of gear. And, uh, and scripts, so in terms of the development itself, of the work, the creativity, I think it's there. Now we're about to reach that final stage, which begs the question, I think at the beginning you said of us this thing about are we an industry, are we a sector or whatever it is. So the industry itself must be complete, can only be complete with distribution. Once that product that's being made is there, being seen, being watched, being consumed by the Zimbabweans that are actually not even out there as in, in the diaspora now, but who are actually even here within Zimbabwe that they can actually say, hey, I have seen that bicycle rock at area. Rangarina patients, Rangarina Jitombambo, you know? And then when even not just walk in the streets and people sort of say, you're just famous, but you're saying, I'm able to make a living from this. So the distribution, in my opinion, is the final, you know, final brick, final whatever it is. Oh. I mean, I draw a funda. <laughs> I, I like it that you mentioned distribution. So what, what are the distribution channels that are open for the Zimbabwean industry? You know, the Zimbabwean industry arts-wise is a unique, it's, it's, it's unique in its own way. And so what, what could work in Zimbabwe? 
Okay, all right. So I, I think um, right now, I think internationally, the distribution channels are getting quite fragmented, and depending on the the kind of content. So when you say mafirim, it's now become a very broad term because you you have people who are making short form content that is perfect for social media and it goes out there and they they build up audiences huge audiences Mm -hmm. that a few years ago you couldn't even imagine and they distribute those and then there's some people who you know for example like myself i'm in a season where i'm saying i'm aiming to do something that can have an impact internationally um as far as distribution is concerned and an impact locally as far as production using local production resources is concerned so those processes take a lot longer to to come to fruition so you have somebody who's making very high volume short content versus somebody who's investing two years in one production because your end goal is is different the big change i think is that we are no longer just looking at ztv because even if you're going the tv route we have more options okay. and so we're looking further outward now than we did a few years ago because we are more aware of the landscape out there i think joe has proven that with um uh, his netflix um, film which is the first one to get on to, from zimbabwe mm-hmm. yeah and uh, so with um, all this uh, going on behind the scenes, uh, you know, turning the sector into an industry, coming up with the distribution channels, are we really, you know, in, in, in the music industry, you're told that you make it at home first before you make it, you know, regionally and globally. Is this the same with film? Is there a need to make it at home first and then make it globally? I think... Uh, it, it's it's only natural that when you make something, you have home in mind as 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 an audience, you know. And the international aspect of it should, it, in as much as it can be a part of your plan, but should be like maybe a bonus, like to say, okay, we made something uh, to international standard, mm-hmm. and people locally are enjoying it, and it's also acceptable internationally. I think, yeah. Yeah, I, just a quick add-on to that. I, I also I agree entirely with that observation that obviously you have to make it home first. And I think maybe this, that's the part that we actually missed as um, as producers. You know, that actually first first part of core and actually producer is business. You're a business person. You know, um, I, I think uh, Ben and I we come from a generation. Tiki goes to town. And so forth. And that's how we actually introduced to movies. And I always think, how come Tawakura Tunanachi Tungu is around and at Glen Viorokupi Kupi, which one is I went to every week. And these things would be packed. Mm-hmm. Now, here we are, 21st century. You can, you can hardly find a movie being shown in any of our high density areas where the people are. And be that as it may, township we are in this um, liberty. So why it is going to go and 
People. To the, to people. the people, yeah. To the people. And so we tend to complain. But of late, I've been saying, wait a minute. Econet, you need to marry my billions from 50 cents. And it, Coca Cola, my 40 cents, 50 cents. And a Pepsi, my 40 cents, 50 cents. And some of our listed companies, you know, and they're making that money from here. Uh, the other day, I was marveling along the road, the new pick and pay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Massive. And I'm like, wait a minute. Second Susu to Ruz Kutura Patrabai to Tanza Akuneji. Can't come to Akuna to come to the Piracy food. We don't even want to take our product again to the same people. So <laughs> I think the big mistake we've been making as producers is creating content without really thinking about distribution. Yeah. So a lot of the successful films or, pr- or products. It's been accidental. I think College Central is a very good example. Wadua mm-hmm. Pamoyo surprised College Central. Mm-hmm. They didn't expect it to, to, to go out there. And I think if they had planned for that level of success, they would have been able to monetize much earlier and so build a cushion for themselves. You know, and as far as distribution, local distribution is concerned, I think we, we always look to Joe because they pioneered that going out to the street selling product dvds back mm-hmm. then at my, my my stoplights my robots yeah mm-hmm. so uh, you ha- as a producer now you really have to be aware of the opportunities and be able to react because your film could be a facebook hit and yeah. so you have to understand how do i monetize on facebook um it could be on Instagram where your product gains traction and then you need to understand how do you port it to all these other um, distribution channels. If you're just tuning in, you are late, uh, but all the same, welcome. My station, your station, ZFM Stereo, backstage. And uh, this is brought to you in association with Spotless every single Tuesday from 7.30 through to 8 o'clock in the studio with me, a panel full of legends. I, I'm telling you, I don't know when this will ever happen. I'm going to take so many pictures and post them on social media so that uh, you get to see. Uh, but in the studio with me, I have... Uh, uh, Ben Mahaka, I have Dave Guja, I have John Jagu, all filmmakers, writers, and actors, except for Joe. <laughs> she doesn't know. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did I miss out on something? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no way. It's, it's, it's my secret name, Ben. Dude, you Joe's know very first film that he wrote, uh-huh. yeah. we made it for $1,000. Yeah. Ben directed it. We <laughs> got together. It was three of us. Yeah. Joe, me, Joe, Tatinda yeah. Mawetera. And MP. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 2007. $1,000. Yeah. We filmed at my house. Yes. We filmed by Airport Road. We snuck into uh, Avondale <laughs> Shopping Center. Yes. We filmed, we filmed, we filmed, we filmed. And then edited it was the first thing that he wrote yes mm. mm-hmm. we ed- and he acted in it as well 
kakaonda kama mimi kako you are skinny back you will never see it you know what you know what doctor you will never see it it doesn't belong to you and that's what i that's what i want to tell all three of you because oh, because you guys been making movies for years and starving us zimbabweans of your films we want to see those films when yeah. are you releasing them do we need more movie houses this film was re- we actually sold to mnet yeah although the cost of selling was more than the actual money because i got on a plane to meet hamida suleiman who was the the commissioning commissioning editor with africa magic to hand over because part of that process was proving you didn't have to wait for donor money yes to make a film yes that that was our thinking mm. you can do this without having to wait for somebody else whose voice yeah. is going to dilute the story yes, yeah because exactly. it was it was it was more like even a, a mind shift mm-hmm. of 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 because we're coming zimbabwe was coming from that whole era right of mm-hmm. an yellow card area mm-hmm. right which were these NGO-funded yeah. films. Mm-hmm. Big money was put into that, right? And yeah. everyone... And when that stopped, right? People yeah. stopped... Stopped making films. Making films, because they we were, were waiting... We were also kind of tired of them, you know? Because mm. you had to know... Yeah. Okay, but yeah. 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 But also know? the makers themselves yeah. were now accustomed to that way of making films. Yes. So they were waiting for that big donor to come back again, yeah. right? And, like... We're sitting with Benny like let's can we just try this Ben is like let's go let's just do it he believed in the in the in the script in the project and that's for me that's sort of like what birthed my energy I'm like ah so let's go let's try it. You know, so from, then you 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 went behind the scenes Stop that. I've always been behind I'm the scenes so so where so where's the Zimbabwean film industry headed to? I know you're working on distribution, and I know you're turning into an industry soon. Uh, but where is it going to? Is it possible uh, that uh, it could actually play a big part in the economy? Yeah. And how soon are we looking at it? I think the process has already started in terms of where is it actually heading to. In my own opinion, I think um, film is the future. You know, if you want to change the, the narrative, so we are clear, first of all, I think as filmmakers, we are clear that the only way to change the narrative of this country, to take ourselves away from um, the everyday thing, because I think the country is in a bit of a, um, where we think everything must be politics, must be industry, this must be whatever, right? For us, we believe that film must take the lead. Film must have our people have hope again, must allow our people to dream and have our people, um, allow our people to have aspirations. And that is the primary goal of film. So I think the journey has already started. The opportunity obviously is now happening faster, I, I think. Maybe like now, mm-hmm. I'm very much aware that Joe is actually getting into production, we're actually into production, Ben is into production. There are a number of people that are already actually into production. Um, at that ground level, we are all seized with how best and how fast you can actually bring in newer newer people, young people, particularly in, tel- in the element of crew. Mm-hmm. So that and so forth. But I think that we are on a roll mm-hmm. and it's been the, the signs I'm sure before the end of this year people already have started 
seeing them. Do you think there's a need for us to go back to the policies we had just after independence, which are the same policies that the South African government has adopted, which has led to, you know, the South African film industry opening up and Hollywood also taking note and, you know, uh, also shooting films there. Should we consider going back to these policies? I think we need to move forward. I think we need to take into account what other countries in the region have done to turn this film sectors into industries and then put in structures that marry our efforts with the efforts of government and the private sector to with the understanding that film is a calling card as far as people outside understanding us as a people as Zimbabweans beyond news that film is a source of income for the country so when you say GDP you know you look at Nigeria and you say what percentage of Nigeria's GDP is from film uh-huh. that it's important for everybody to be on the same page government private sector and the the film practitioners because with that understanding one um, people will understand I think government will understand that allow these people to tell stories empower them to tell stories that are original and that are original in Zimbabwe in the sense that you know let them speak that language and let them act what they do there in those regions because the authenticity of that product travels much much better than something where you try to stuff english into people's mouths and then government if it's locations if it's if it's uh funding if it's what enabling filmmakers and in a transparent manner if there's a fund for film let it be accessible to people in chipping let it be accessible to people in Binga. Let it be accessible to people all over the place. It can't be kapot, kanobat, when they have a few people and they make big names for themselves and grow their egos. We all get a chance to make a film. Out of that process, you will find now the nuggets who will become national treasures and they will be our voice. Zero seven three one one six eight zero four five. I did ask you that question. Your favorite Zimbabwean film got so many responses. Neria consequences. Uh, uh, my future. Uh, somebody says uh, waiters. Yenge city. Yenge city film. And it was a sitcom, right? It was a sitcom. But the, the fact that you love it. First mm. co-production deal uh, that ever happened between an independent production house mm. and the broadcaster. It was really, it was a really good one. Yeah. Now we're running out of time, as always. Uh, <laughs> back say, we, and we barely, we barely did anything. <laughs> yes, yeah. Thirty mm. minutes is really just not enough because Joe has just been sitting there quietly, rocking his head. I'm not going to say I'm, not. I'm with the elders. It's my big brothers. <laughs> <laughs> but how often does this happen? How often do you guys get to sit like this, the three of you? Well, a lot, because because like us, we collaborate. I work with Ben. I work with Dave's. So we see each other. We're, I'm with Dave's tomorrow, working on something. So we're always interacting. Mm. Yeah. So uh, before you go, the big question: 
you guys are always shooting films. I know this. When are these films going to be out? When? Can I? Can I? Ben, just something? don't look so, at me like that. When so, are these so films going to be out? So we're always shooting, right? We're all, it's a very yes. good observation, right? Yes. We're always shooting, but most of the times it's not that we're shooting commercial work like that's gonna come out, right? Uh, we freelance, like the three of us, a lot. Like I freelance as a cinematographer, as a director, okay, yes, 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 right? Yes. So a lot of the times we're hired guns, right? Shooting for someone else. Eve, right? <laughs> and, okay, all right, all right, all right. I know you guys do stuff, okay? You do documentaries <laughs> and you do chichi. You're just trying to find a clever way of getting But out. they're shown. It's like we, we can do, we'll be doing stuff for Apple TV, BBC, CNN, and it, it comes out. And also, Patience, uh-huh. let's use you as an example. <laughs> you are an actress. I've seen you acting very well in a film that is yet to be released. I've seen you too. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, the amount, you know, she's covering her face, she's hiding. <laughs> but the amount of time and mm. effort yes, that I goes know. into <sighs> refining that thing mm. for the producer and the director to say, ah, this thing is ready for us to share. Yeah. Uh, Posts, yeah. Yes, there are two different groups. There are people who do high volume and they have mastered that. Yeah. They can do it quick and then there's some guys who belabor the process and yeah. Mm. Ah, you guys, Mongondi Lirika Jing, but it's okay. I think in terms of when, I think, like I said, the process already started. If you see the amount of work that has been done this year alone, not just from the three of us, but I think there are people that are actually out there from Anana, Anana Shemzemura, mm-hmm. Anana Kai Tsuro, the stuff that's really actually happening on, actually on, on, on a broader on a broader scale. Kuda. And mm-hmm. maybe what has also happened now that was we also we also happen to be part of the panel. You would have to since coming that you know, some policy, you know, some strategic plan. So I think maybe that's the big push that we've actually all been been, been waiting for. And again, also the realization that this particular government, you know, I'm not a spokesperson for this government, mm-hmm. but that maybe they are now marrying the broader vision continentally. Film is one of the key things that has actually been, it has been identified as a key enabler mm-hmm. of to tell, of leading, not just uh, the film sector, but really the entire creative industry, where you actually say, this is it, it's supposed to be film. So yes, next time can I have a pan up up three hours. It's not enough. But thank you so much. Jerry Marimo listening in from Ufako. Say Shock Ship, how are you doing? Thank you very much for all your messages, all your love. Thank you so much to my guests, Dave Guja, Ben Mahaka, John Jagu. We need to do this again. I think yeah for a longer time. Three hours. Three hours. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do that. Mm-hmm. This has uh, been backstage, and this is uh, proudly brought to you in association with Spotless. My name is Patience Musa. Till next time, uh, stay warm. Let's keep our spaces spotless. Let's keep our families happy and healthy. And uh, yeah, claim it, take it, own it, rock it. In the midst of this pandemic, cleanliness is next to saving lives. The best way to do that is to use the amazing detergent range from Spotless. Every nook and cranny of your home is left sanitary and squeaky clean with Spotless Double Thick Bleach and All-Purpose Cleaner. Say goodbye to bacteria by using Spotless Antibacterial Liquid on your dishes. Plus, you can always trust your laundry with Spotless Washing Powder. 
Protect your family and office today with spotless cleaning products which are affordable and available in your nearest supermarket. Remember, it's not clean until it's spotless clean. Backstage with Patience Musa was proudly brought to you by Spotless. It's not clean until it's spotless clean.